Your smile is on every face by just another shade of blue. Red by Red Panda. Relationship Harry Styles, Louis Tomlinson. Additional tags Alternative Universe, Modern Setting. Famous Louis Tomlinson, Non Famous Harry Styles. Meet Cute, First Kiss, First Meetings, Falling in Love. Summary Harry's dreams the whole thing. Too overwhelmed to sing along, clutching his phone above his head as Louis whips the fans into a frenzy, playing both sides of the stage before staking a claim to the middle. Nile is shouting along beside him, lost in the madness and dancing something formless and frantic and free. Harry doesn't even notice the pins and needles in his arm until the encore break, tears springing to his eyes as he switches hands and lowers his arm slowly, letting the blood rush back into it. He bites back a sob and glances at the screen. Maybe he could stop streaming, use his phone hand to massage some life back into his poor arm. Harry blinks. There are 15,000 people watching his stream. You ready for this? Nile adjusts his ridiculous yellow bucket hat and Harry smiles at him fondly. Not in the slightest. Harry forces a grin and tries to ignore the butterflies in his stomach. The energy in the queue is high, with people singing snatches of songs and screaming every time the line seems like it might possibly, maybe, move. He feels a little out of place, a guy in his late twenties, with his fellow bloke here in a sea of younger female presenting people, some clearly still in secondary school. At least he's got an aisle, hopefully it makes him look like a bit less of a creeper. Ah, Hess, Nile claps his shoulder. It'll be great, Greg. You're gonna have the best time. Harry ducks his head, messing with the strap of his back and hiding his grin. I hope so, he murmurs, the sound eaten up by the noise of the crowd as the line finally starts to move. They end up right in the front. Harry's been to plenty of concerts before, but he hasn't been to one like this in ages, one where the fans are pressed up against each other and shoving to be closer. He's glad all over again that he's got Nile with him, because the weight of the crowd is making him a little anxious, but Nile just keeps grinning and making friends with the girls around them, and it helps Harry keep breathing slowly and evenly. The supporting act is good enough, some indie band that Harry had checked out online when he'd bought his tickets, but has since forgotten the name of. They are fun, but Harry can't focus on them, not when he knows that Louis Tomlinson is somewhere backstage, probably playing games with his band and having a last pre-show drink. His tummy is all fluttery and he's glad he'd kept himself to just one drink with dinner. He and Nile let themselves get shuffled off a bit to the side as the crowd shifts and compresses in excitement. They are taller than most of the fans around them and Harry doesn't want to block anyone's view. Still, he puts his phone up as soon as the lights drop, shivering as everyone around him screams. It's the click of a button for him to start recording and after a moment's hesitation, he starts a live stream. He's watched a few other live streams as really appreciated the fans who were up close and had a steady cam. Since he and Niall have gotten lucky enough to be so close, he feels a funny obligation to pay it back, even if his hands are shaking with adrenaline. And then Louis Tomlinson takes the stage. It's everything Harry had dreamed. Louis is everything Harry had dreamed. And more. Louis is incredible in person. He's a thousand times more charismatic than the live streams and interviews can ever capture and infinitely more handsome in person. The music is all-encompassing, sweeping over Harry and carrying him forward on the wave of the screaming crowd. It drags him under and pulls him back up, cradling him through the slow songs and whipping him to a frenzy when the beat drops again. 
Harry streams the whole thing, too overwhelmed to sing along, clutching his phone above his head as Louis whips the fence into a frenzy, playing both sides of the stage before staking a claim to the middle. Nile is shouting along beside him, lost in the madness and dancing something formless and frantic and free. Harry doesn't even notice the pins and needles in his arm until the encore break, tears springing to his eyes as he switches hands and lowers his arm slowly, letting the blood rush back into it. He bites back a sob and glances at the screen. Maybe he could stop streaming, use his phone hand to massage some life back into his poor arm. Harry blinks. There are 15,000 people watching his stream. He's still trying to process it when Louis comes back on and promptly blows any further thoughts out of Harry's head. It's not until the show is properly over and the lights have come up to reveal the mess of beer cups and water bottles and streamers that he comes back to himself enough to stop the recording and shut down the stream. Nile's bouncing around like a toddler, talking a mile a minute, but Harry just feels like he's floating. He hooks a hand in the back of Nile's belt and let himself be pulled out into the chilly, star-bright night. Harry had stumbled across Louis Townsend's music by accident three months ago. The woman who sits next to him at the office had come back from her lunch break, carrying a shiny new vinyl with a red cover and had left it sitting on her desk as she went to hang up her coat and get a fresh tea to see her through the afternoon. Harry had looked over out of curiosity and the rest, as they say, was history. He's not embarrassed to admit that the calm, confident stare of the man on the album cover was what grabbed him first. But when Laura had returned to her desk and given him a knowing look where he sat staring at the picture of Louis, then offered to let him hear the music, Harry had said yes. He'd wanted to know if the voice could possibly be as good as the face. It was better. Since then, he's become a true fan, reading everything he can about Louis' rise from reality show Dark Horse to indie pop king and buying all of his albums just so he can play them on repeat in his kitchen day after day. It was Laura who told him Louis was coming to town so soon, only a month launching his latest world tour. She was the one who showed him how to find and watch the live streams of the shows, both of them crowding into a cubicle of an afternoon to eat popcorn and watch the first shows of Louis' tour through a pair of shared earbuds. Harry was hooked, watching every show, moving his meetings in his calendar to catch Louis' performances as he hopped around time zones. He and Laura had originally planned to go to their local show together, but two days ago she'd come down with a nasty flu that has her sending him pathetic snotty selfies from bed, hence Niall, who's always down for anything. God, heavy things, as he stumbles into bed around two in the morning, still buzzing under his skin from the sound of the drums. This was the best night of my life. He's halfway through his morning coffee and banana the next day when he realizes he completely forgot to buy Laura the hoodie she'd specifically asked for. Shit, he mutters and pulls out his phone. Louis is playing another show tonight and while he'd originally thought one would be enough, he really needs to get Laura this shirt he promised and well, if that means he has to hear Louis in person again, so be it. He unlocks his screen and stares. The little notification badges for social media apps are all hovering at 99+, plus, which, what the hell? Harry rubs his eyes, has another gulp of tea. Nothing on his screen changes. It turns out, when he clicks it, that his stream has been not only the only one consistently online throughout the show, but also, apparently, by far the highest quality of any of the streams anyone has posted so far. He's got hundreds of people screaming in his various inboxes, wanting to know if he'll be there tonight and what they can offer him to stream again. 
Harry takes another drink of tea. His mind is racing. It's kind of, well, it's kind of a lot, if he's honest. He hasn't gotten involved in Louis' fandom, as Laura calls it, really, at all. He loves Louis' music, and he's done deep dives on reading all his interviews and listening to unreleased tracks, but in terms of other fans, he's really only interacted with Laura. He is very aware that he is not Louis' target audience, and he prefers in-person connection to online chatting anyway, so it's been easy for him to exist in his own little bubble of Louis worship, with the exception of the concert streams. But now... Now he has I Love Louis 28 and Louis is my son king and a couple hundred of their closest friends in his DMs, promising him love, praise and undying devotion if he will go again tonight and stream. He finishes his tea, marks an L on his hand so he'll remember to get Laura the damn hoodie this time and buys a ticket. The second show is even better than the first, though this morning Harry would have told you that was impossible. He's more present this time knowing what to expect, and while he still doesn't sing along, he closes his eyes and lets his body move to the tempo of the music, getting swept away in the search of Louis' voice as it crests over the crowd. He keeps his hand steady, ever mindful of his viewing audience, trying to give the best experience he can to everyone around the world watching from home. The show finishes with a swell of noise from the fans that Harry thinks he'll have ringing in his ears for the rest of the week and he ends the stream, dropping his tired arm and heading straight for the merch tables. The L on his hand is almost worn away, but he manages to snag the right hoodie in the right size, bundling it up in his arms and turning to go. Hey, um, sir? Harry blinks. There's a woman, probably in her early twenties, staring at him excitedly. She's wearing a faded Louis t-shirt from his first tour and a pair of checker print leggings and staring at him intently. Are you Sunflurry28? Online? Um, yes. This is, by far, the strangest moment Harry's ever had, he thinks, as she grins toothily and holds up her phone. You're a legend. Your stream tonight was all over Twitter. Can I get a pic? Sure. Harry knows his curls are a mess, with sweat and the heat of the venue, and no doubt the lighting is going to do truly awful things to his skin tone, but whatever. He presses his cheek against hers and gives the best smile he can as the shutter sound goes off. She thanks him again, gives him a fast hug and runs off with her friends. Harry secures his grip on Laura's shirt and goes home. This time he expects the hundreds of notifications on his socials when he wakes up. He zips his tea and skims through them, liking the nice ones and ignoring the thirsty ones or the ones demanding details about the performance. He has neither the time nor the energy to get dragged into trying to describe the experience of being in Louis' presence. The stream is the best he can do for that. Harry takes a shower and slices a banana into his bowl of cereal, then opens his email, frowning at the email from a name he doesn't immediately recognize at the top of his personal account. He nearly marks it as spam, but there's something familiar about it, so he clicks in. Dear Mr. Harry Styles, Sunflurry 28, it begins. It has come to our attention that you have been live-streaming the previous concerts of Mr. Louis Tomlinson. Shit, Harry thinks, and feels his body go cold all over. He didn't think that this could be a problem. Plenty of other people have streamed shows before. Fuck, maybe he should have used an alias, been more careful. As you are presumably aware, the email continues, your stream last night attracted 87,000 viewers. Harry takes a long, shuddering breath. 
87,000 people. That's more people than in his entire hometown. He had no idea live streams could attract that many viewers. He feels faintly ill at the idea of so many people living through him, but also a little proud that he's been able to share an experience he loved so widely. He turns back to the email, pressing his hands between his knees so they can't shake. We would like to invite you to attend the next show as a guest of Mr. Louis Tomlinson and to stream it as you have done for the previous two shows you have attended. Harry's hands spring free from his legs to cover his mouth as he gasps. We will be happy to accommodate you as needed. Please let us know as soon as possible if this is amenable to you or if you have any special requirements. Sincerely, Mark, LTW T-Stuff. Two days later, he is waiting outside the theater a three-hour drive from home, rubbing his hands together as he tries to stay warm. It feels weird to be at a venue before the sun has even gone down, but Mark had asked him to show up a couple hours ahead of time so they could get him situated before the real flurry of pre-show activity took hold. Mr. Stiles? Harry looks up and tries to smile, nerves playing haywork with his heart and stomach. He clears his throat and holds out a hand. Harry, please. Harry. The man is middle-aged with a friendly smile. He shakes Harry's hand and ushers him toward the door. Please come in. Let's get you settled. By the time the opening act takes the stage, Harry is wearing a brand new Louis Tomlinson sweatshirt, has been fed dinner, given free access to the water, soda and beer in a cooler next to the sound box and shown around backstage. Mark has been a generous host, emphasizing repeatedly that Harry is doing them a favor by coming out of his way to stream the show and making sure that Harry has everything he could possibly want to be happy and well cared for as he waits for the show to start. They talked over some minor publicity strategies and Harry has spent the evening tweeting out that he's here, along with a few mysterious backstage pics. His notifications are already going crazy. Why me? he'd asked Mark when they had sat down to sign a couple pieces of paper in a small meeting room backstage. You must note that lots of people stream his shows. Mark had shrugged. Of course, but your stream was particularly high quality. Best picture, excellent sound, a good angle, which, he gave a small chuckle, I imagine has to do with the fact that you're taller than the rest of the audience. Harry covered his eyes with his hand. I do try not to block anyone's view, he groaned. We know about the live streams, Mark went on, but we'd never seen one so high quality or that attracted such a following. We weren't aware that was possible, frankly, but it's valuable to us. Besides, he paused and Harry looked up. Louis wanted you here. Something in Harry's brain shouted out fully at that, and he had to focus on shutting his mouth. Louis Tomlinson wants him here? Here, Mark took pity on him, pushing a folded-up tripod and a brand new phone battery across the table. Louis said to make sure you got these so your arm doesn't fall off and your stream doesn't drop. We'll get you set up near the soundboard so the tripod doesn't get bumped. Will that work for you? Harry nodded dumply. Yeah, it'll be a different angle from the other two, but it will let me get the full light show, which should be nice. Mark hummed. And you think the view will be okay? And the sound quality? Might be better, actually, Harry answered. The sound will be more balanced toward the middle of the venue, and I've added some filters to my phone to compensate for a close zoom. I'm, uh, I work in photography? Sometimes I take photos at concerts, like, for work. That's why I know the stuff. Good lad. Mark had clapped him on the shoulder and beamed. Now let's go get you set up. The third show is as amazing as the first two. 
Harry doesn't think he can imagine getting used to watching Louis perform. Every concert is different, even if only in subtle ways. The way he plays with the crowd changes from night to night, the banter with his band, the energy of the songs. Harry waits after the lights come up, carefully packing up. He's not quite sure what to do with the phone battery and the tripod. Does Louis want them back? Probably, right? A few fans have recognized him and come over to take photos with him, which just feels weird, but at least his hair is looking less desperate than it had the other night when he was in the pit. He loved the energy of being up front, so close to Louis that he could reach out and touch the stage, but there's also something to be said for not being continually bummed during the show. He's looking around for Mark to ask about what to do with the equipment when he feels a tug on his sleeve and looks over to see someone he recognizes as Louis' personal assistant. Harry, right? The man says, and Harry nods, surprised. Come on back then. Harry follows him, the man's red hair like a beacon in the dark hallways. He's watching where he's going so carefully, hoping that he won't be forced to try and find his own way out that he almost runs into the body in front of him when it stops. Found him, the man in front of him says, and steps aside. Harry, yeah, my new live streamer? Louis Tomlinson is shiny with sweat, his hair stuck back from his forehead with it and his shirt clearly damp. It doesn't detract from his aura in the slightest, and all Harry can think is a faint. All right, I'm gay. Louis' smile softens and he reaches out to pat Harry on the shoulder. You all right, love? You broke him, his assistant mutters, and Harry shakes his head hard, holding out his hand. Hi, um, sorry, yes, Harry, Harry Styles. It's, um, a real pleasure to meet you. Your music is, your concert, like... Did you like it then? Louis is grinning again, his face lit up like the sun. You're amazing, Harry breathes. Best concert yet, proper smashed it. Louis visibly preens, squaring his shoulders and lifting his chin with pleasure. Did, didn't I? The assistant snorts and it brings Harry back to reality. Oh, um, he says, holding out a tripod and battery. Thank you so much for having me. Do you need his back? No, no, Louis says, and now he's frowning just a little. It hurts that Harry's made him frown. No, those are yours. Tokens of my appreciation, if you will. Also... He shares a quick glance with his assistant. I was hoping you could do it again, if you'd like. He beams at Harry, and Christ, Harry is weak for that smile. I'm sure you've got, like, work and things, but we'd love to have you as our official, unofficial streamer, if you're up for it. I take care of you, of course, he continues, and Harry has to bite his lip at what the words I take care of you do to him when they're coming from Louis Tomlinson's mouth. Get you all set up with hotels and equipment and such, whatever you need. You can just ask Ollie here for anything. What do you say? Um, Harry says, his mind empty and clear, freshly wiped like a clean writing board, a new mown field. I, yeah, I mean, I'd love to, but I'd have to talk to my work. Louis smiles again and reaches out to squeeze at Harry's shoulder. His hand is small, warm and strong. Harry can feel the guitar calluses where Louis' thumb drags at the edge of the skin at his collar. Of course, I understand. Talk to your work. Let us know what you want to do. Yeah, Harry breathes. Yeah, thanks, I will. There's a moment that stretches between them, Harry trying to figure out what to say, 
Ollie standing like a particularly resigned statue, and Louis beaming. Then suddenly, Louis is dragging him into a hug, his strong arms wrapping around Harry's shoulders and pulling him in. He's warm and smells strongly of sweat and hair product and booze, but his grip is firm and Harry feels like he is flying. He wraps his arms around Louis in turn, squeezing back. You are lovely, Harry, Louis whispers, and Harry shivers at the feel of it in his ear. I do hope I'll see you again. Yeah, Harry murmurs nonsensically as Louis pulls back. He can feel the color high in his cheeks. Yeah. Right, Ollie says, wrapping a hand around Louis's arm. Time to throw you in the shower. Harry, he tips his head in Harry's direction. I've got your number. I'll text you later to get you sorted out. Yeah, Harry says again. All right. Louis smirks at him and turns, pulling Louis away. Louis Tomlinson, who winks as he goes. Laura, predictably, screams in his ear. He wants you to take time off work to stream his shows? Uh, Harry pulls the phone away from his ear and rubs his head. It feels like a fever dream in the bright light of morning. He's immensely grateful he has the text from Ollie in his phone, or he'd think he'd hallucinated the whole thing. Yeah? Like, I guess for the last couple of his UK shows? Harry, say you're going to do it. Um, well, I mean, we've got that campaign coming up. Fuck the campaign, it's nearly done anyway. This is Louis fucking Tomlinson, and he wants you. There's a long moment of silence as Harry chews his lip, trying to debate what to say. Harry, Laura asks, her voice calmer, more kind. Do you want to do this? Of course I do, he answers immediately, and it's true. I just, I keep wondering, why me? Like, why not just do an official stream through his website or something? Why pay to have me do it for him? I'm just a fan. Laura hums. Well, on a basic level, it's honestly probably cheaper and easier to have you come and do it, even if he's paying you hotels and food and such, than it is to hire someone to do it professionally. Harry nods. That's probably true enough. And there's also the fan connection. You've got loads of followers now, and there's excitement for it getting to be you, instead of some nameless techie on his website. It's a personal touch. Yeah, Harry sighs. Yeah, you're right. He thinks back to the way Louis' arms had wrapped around him. Darling, Laura's voice is soft. He's not taking advantage of you, is he? He wasn't rude or anything? Did make you feel pressured to do what he wants? No, no, Harry insists. No, not at all. He was lovely, so lovely. It's just, he sighs, I like him so much. I mean, I knew I loved his music, and when I saw him play, I knew I liked his performance, but meeting him? He's a real person, Al, and he's so nice. Oh, sweetheart, Laura coos. I'm sure he thinks you're lovely too, or he wouldn't have asked you to come back. Or he thinks I'm cheaper than paid stuff, Harry grumbles, then exhales sharply. Oh well, I'll do it. It's only three more shows, and it'll be a good time. Maybe I can get Ollie to give me another hoodie for you, and then I'll be back to work in a week. That's the spirit, love, Laura cheers. But I'd like the crop sweatshirt this time, please. Harry hangs up on her. The next three shows pass in a blur of sound and lights and screaming crowds. Harry turns up early, gets let in by Mark or Ollie. They feed him, chat with him, give him a new piece of merch. He gets Laura the crop shirt she wanted and one for his sister as well. 
Every day there is something new waiting for him from Louis, too, which makes Harry's heart sore in a way he tells himself is entirely unwarranted. The first time, it's an attachable mic for his phone to improve the sound quality. The second time, it's a pair of high-end Bluetooth headphones so he can hear the sound as it comes directly from the soundboard, even as he streams the concert itself with the audience noise. There are gifts that have to do with the role he is playing, even if they are both nice and unnecessary, so he pushes them mentally aside, trying to focus on hyping the online fans and providing the best streaming experience he can. After the shows, he gets pulled backstage, hauled into the chaotic group of the band and the crew and Louis, all laughing and drinking and carrying on. He doesn't get to interact with Louis directly that much. Louis is forever surrounded by his mates and his band and his staff, but when he does, it's hard not to feel like he's melting at the attention. A hand on his back as Louis passes him a fresh beer, a thigh against his own as Louis collapses next to him on a sofa, gentle fingers through his curls and a soft voice in his ear the one time he falls asleep in a corner when the drinking goes on too long. It's over before Harry knows it, Louis screaming out in gratitude to the fans as he closes his final UK show before heading to America next week. Harry takes his time breaking down his equipment. Tonight's gift from Louis was a sturdy bag that fits the tripod and the battery and the mic and the headphones, along with a new jacket that Harry recognizes as a prototype from Louis' own unreleased brand. They are kind, thoughtful gifts, the sorts of thing that Harry can keep and use in his job and which will remind him of the whirlwind pair of weeks that he spent in Louis Tomlinson's orbit. He'll treasure them the rest of his life, he's sure. When Ollie comes to fetch him for the backstage party, Harry just shakes his head. He'd like to see Louis one last time, sure, but this is a blowout for everyone, and Louis will need to be with the crowd, not Harry. It's better for his heart to make a clean break, he thinks. He can just head home and go back to watching Louis on the live streams. Hell, Louis did follow him online. Maybe they can even DM sometimes. Maybe Harry will get invited back the next time Louis tours locally. It's already been so much more than he ever could have hoped for. He just wants to appreciate it for what it is and tuck his little dreams of more away where he can be quietly sad about them in private. He makes it out the back door without being noticed by any of the fans and he's halfway across the parking lot when he hears someone calling his name. Harry. Harry. There's absolutely no reason that Louis Tomlinson would be running across the parking lot shouting after him, but that is indeed what Harry sees when he turns around. The lights are glinting off Louis' damp hair, and he's pulled on someone's oversized puffer coat so he won't freeze. Harry, where are you going? Won't you stay for the party? Harry forces a smile. No, Lou, wanted to let you enjoy it with your friends, yeah? Louis frowns. You know you're welcome. I do know, Harry agrees easily. I do. I just... You know. I don't know, Louis tells him, and then blows out a big breath. He looks unaccountably nervous. Look, Harry, I was going to do this differently. I thought we had more time, but you're out here leaving, so I guess I'll just put it out there. Um... He lifts his chin, spreading his feet slightly. It's the stance he takes on stage when he's nervous, when he's convincing himself and everyone else that he's confident. I'd really like it if you'd come on tour with us, he says, and Harry blinks. You what? 
I like you, Harry, Louis says. I'd like you to come on tour with us and keep streaming as a member of the crew. But he holds up a finger and Harry shuts his mouth. Before you decide one way or another, I'd like you to go to dinner with me. You what? Like, Harry frowns. Like a get-to-know-the-new-employee thing? No. Louis holds his gaze, his expression soft. Like a date. The offer to come on tour stands either way, but if you were open to it, I'd like to bring you as more than just a fan, more than just a crew member. That sounds complicated, Harry says, and immediately wants to slap himself. He blames Laura and her general practicality for rubbing off on him. It would be, Louis agrees, I don't date fans, and dating someone working for you is always a questionable choice. His face falls slightly. And if you're not interested in me, but you do want to come on tour, please know I wouldn't push you or be a dick about it. No, Louis, Harry interrupts. I'd never think that. I understand if you need some time to think it over, Louis tells him, his voice earnest and his eyes kind. I don't want you to feel pressured in any way. Thank you, Harry whispers and reaches out. He's not sure even what he's reaching for, but then Louis' small, cold hands are in his and he feels calmer, more grounded. I, um, yes, I will need to think about going on tour and, like, talk to my job and my family, see if someone could watch my apartment, that sort of thing. When would you need to know by? Well, the plane leaves next Tuesday in the morning. As long as we know by Monday night, it should be fine. Harry nods. I can do that. He bites his lip and grips onto Louis' fingers like a lifeline. So then, um, are you free for dinner tomorrow? The smile that blooms on Louis' face is brighter than any stage lights. I'm free for dinner every night until we leave, he says, in case you need to check whether you're making a good decision. A large sample size is always best, Harry answers, and Louis snorts, stepping closer. Will you come to the party then, he asks. I have more fun when you are around. Yeah, Harry nods fiercely. Yeah, but first, can I... can... Yeah, love, Louis says. Of course. And kisses him. The end. That was Your smile is on every face by just another shade of blue. Read by Red Panda.